Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A, Elizabeth C, Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C, and Helen. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Looking at the uh, Boya emails, what um, what comes to mind? Well, you know, I, I kind of have a mixed feeling on this. And yeah. I, you know, I often take the middle road because, as Margaret Thatcher yeah, said, yeah, people yeah. in the middle of the road get hit by traffic from both sides. So yeah. I, I think, you know, Jason, the tone of Jason's email, the one that you put up front there on the patch article and stuff. Yeah. I think he's trying to advise the council. And, you know, I, I'm in a unique role uh, yeah. I, or I have been in a unique role over the years. I've been an elected official. But I've also been a government employee working for elected officials, other elected officials. And there's a big difference. When you're an elected official, you essentially call the shots or you call the shots with your fellow elected officials, though you rely very heavily on advice of your staff. Flip that around. When you're a staff member, the elected officials make the policy decisions, but you advise them a lot. And there's a lot of administrative decisions that are made that are um, trying to think of a better phrase here that, that are made that yeah. sometimes are good. Sometimes they're bad. Yeah. And, and so I think in the case of, you know, Jason, I think he was advising and, you know, the assistant city manager, one of those emails, I actually think he got it right. Yeah, uh, because you were inquiring as I read. This is back in like 2021. Yeah, and I, I didn't even live here yeah. then, and so none of this was on my radar. So I don't know all the history there and everything. But it it sounds like you were inquiring about the caucus, and that's a fair inquiry to an elected official. But I can totally see where city, the city should stay out of that. Whether it's the administrator, or the manager, or the assistant manager. And here's where the fine line is. I would have worded the email a little bit differently, but he basically says in the email, I'm advising you not to comment on this in your official capacity. So what he should have said was, I'm advising you not to respond to this on your official city email. 
because each of these aldermen has a city of Lake Forest email address. And I don't know if that's where they receive this and stuff. Yeah. And it's probably better. And again, these are fine lines and not everybody gets it right. Hillary Clinton didn't get it right. Rahm Emanuel didn't get it right. I mean, it didn't work out too well for either one of them with that whole divide of public and private emails. But um, uh, it was probably, as an elected official, they should comment, but they probably shouldn't comment on political stuff from a city email. The email. So I think that's that's where it is. There was a perception problem with the caucus. We were asking for feedback. So I totally get it. Hey, we were trying to correct things with the caucus. Now, if you work for the city and you live in Lake Forest. Well, those are fine lines. Like, for example, everybody that's a city employee living in Lake Forest votes. So if I, you know, again, having been a government employee, now I was a I was a politically appointed employee at one time. You know, I worked for. Judy Bart's Pinkett, Jim Edgar. So, of course, I voted for them yeah. um, because when, you know, bad things would happen to me if they were, if they lost. So, uh, but those days are kind of behind us and city employees are insulated. And, and, and I think it's a good thing, actually. Government, most government employees today are insulated from the political process. I think more should be. Um, and a lot of the abuses you see in other forms of government are from politically appointed employees. Uh, but that said, you know, so... There's a fine line. And so, you know, Jason, for example, obviously lives in Lake Forest. I don't know if it's a requirement that the manager lives in Lake Forest. A lot of communities do that. We did that in Morton Grove. Uh, But, you know, he voted in the April election and he has a right to do that. But he also has a right to keep that vote confidential like anyone else does. Um, So, you know, these are fine lines. And I think. Well, That's here, why let me I'm kind of telling a middle ground here, Pete. That let, let, let me make a broader line, okay? When the po- I'm when sure this, you will. <laughs> we 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 started this podcast to to disseminate information, right? And we were getting information wrong. In order for for us to get it right, we need to invite people to come on to correct us. So if we get something wrong with the city, you go straight to the city manager and or the assistant city manager. Please come on and talk to talk to our people and let's get things right. Now, not coming on and wanting to correct. That's what I don't understand. That's yeah. That's, and that's where, again, I, again, towing the middle ground here. I yeah. think you're right that when there's an issue that is not political. So if we're, if we're not talking about the caucus or who's in it and, and how they select candidates and stuff like that, which is purely a political thing, but instead talking about, you know, day-to-day operations of city government like uh you know something as trivial as the cart corral though i know it's not trivial to you but but it was hey we don't want cars getting dented a jewel but um i think those are legitimate questions to ask the staff they're also legitimate questions to ask an elected you know anything's a legitimate question to ask an elected official i mean Anybody, whether it's the governor of Illinois or any state or the mayor of any big city, when you see them on the news, they get asked questions about everything under the sun politically. Now, they may choose to answer some and not answer others. That's part of the process, too. They may say, hey, this is in litigation or this is in uh, executive session because of the rules of executive session. I can't discuss it. But I will talk to you about how I feel about a, a, a cart corral or about 
uh, something else going on at the city. I think. Uh, how about your? I was on one of those emails, like Mayor Pandalian, then Mayor Pandalian, reaching out to the staff saying, "Hey, this isn't true. What Pete is saying on the podcast that the city is not prohibiting Jewel from from having a cart corral. It's Jewel's own perception that they're." Um, not allowed to have that's it. what when happens fact, when you when you when you when you're not transparent do you have all <laughs> well but I, I think in the end that worked itself out that yeah. that you, and you uh will get the pete jansen's memorial uh card corral one day um but 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 you know again these are fine lines and i can see where it's difficult for people that have a lot of work to do um that it's so blurry and so confusing, they're like, ah, let's just not do it. And that's not, that may be the easy answer. It's not necessarily the right answer. So again, why, why, is, why is it just like forest and people that have larger You find that in a lot of other communities if you dig dig deep. Um, a lot, like I told you this like story. I have, friend, I have a friend that's a reporter. You know, try, try talking to an employee of, of Lake County government about, about something, and they probably have the same prohibition of what they can and can't talk to the public about. About to the press or the podcast, you know, maybe the city needs to develop a communication policy because a lot of like I where I work, we have a policy about who can and cannot speak to the media. So maybe they need to have a written policy of how media requests, which would I would hope include podcasts or maybe you have a special policy just for podcasts. And I think the other perception here is. That. You're not a reporter in the traditional sense of a objective journalist, but you do yeah. you do express your opinions. You do um, we we do um, some of them I agree with, some of them I don't, but that's fine. I mean that you know, but like you know, you listen to like WGN, I, I, you know, John Williams or some of those shows. He obviously has opinions, but he also does a pretty good job of interviewing people from from both sides on that and i think you know i think there's a policy so when he calls somewhere and wants to do a story about it or his producers call um they 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 get up there's a process and maybe lake forest needs to have a the city of lake forest needs to have a policy for inquiries like this and and maybe the point they decide okay this is something dana should answer this is something jason should answer this is something the mayor should answer um or you know, or they, you know, I, I totally get it that they don't want rank and file staff coming on one to get in, to get dragged into any political discussions, but also two, they don't want them coming on and saying something that's incorrect. So, you know, message planning. I've t- I told you this story before about a friend of mine who's a reporter downstate. He used to walk into any office at the city hall of the towns he covered and talk to whoever, police chief, public works chief, fire chief building inspector, whatever, and write his story. And one day he tried to do that and they're like, nope, you got to go see so-and-so who's the director of communications for the city. Joe, and- doing this since 2021, trying to get the facts straight, if you sure. can't get the people that have the information to come on and share it, how do you get the facts? Well, again, like I said, I think there needs to be a process that the city has to address that. By just saying no, that's the extreme end of, of this. So I think they need, I would suggest to them, develop a process for inquiries, 
such as yours, such as a reporter, you know, develop a policy. I bet there's a lot of other places that have these that have templates that can reach out to the Illinois Municipal League. D- Dana's um, been there for, for two Dana's the communications person. She's been there for two years. Okay. So there's no policy on communications other Probably than because he wasn't directed to you know, again, when you're an employee, and I've been an employee of, of, of government yeah. of, gov- of government, you do what you're told. All right. Yeah. <laughs> or you're or you're off or you're out of out of work. So I, I think she's the, the assignments she's been given, I think she's done very well. She developed a whole great social media presence for the city. Um, they're doing a lot of great stuff, which which um is probably better than a lot of other places right now. Um, so I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she was never given direction to have a communication policy. I, I think they should take this as a lesson of, hey, there is this, there is the Lake Forest podcast. There could be other podcasts. There could be uh, blogs. There could be hopefully still some newspapers in the future. Um, have a policy of how to handle inquiries like yours and 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 sort them out and be very again it's very careful because i can see where someone gets the head of some department on and they start talking about things and they cross a line in the questioning of well how do you think the mayor's doing on this or how do you think the city council's doing on that and that they should stay out of that they should stay out of politics and stick to that and again very fine line pete and a lot of people get it wrong as we've seen over the years and it's very easy you know I actually carry two phones. I have a work phone and a personal cell phone. Uh, so I keep a, a, a separation between um, work and non-work on that. So uh, I don't know how the So you don't get FOIA'd. And, and <laughs> but I don't, no, I don't, I never, this is but almost I, also like know not do, I also know, unlike um, uh, some of the people over at Lake Forest High School, apparently, yeah. I uh, or District or District 67, excuse me, um, not to use my personal email or my personal phone for work business, as was the case with that um, uh, data breach, whatever, where somebody was using their personal Gmail address and putting um, all the parents' email addresses in the two line. Where I mean, that's yeah. amateur hour. That's 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 like nine. That's like your grandma forwarding emails in in nineteen ninety eight with. AOL. Everybody, <laughs> I mean, that's just my gosh. They need some IT security training over there. But um, that said, it, it's tough because uh, people have gotten this wrong. I mean, people in very high places have gotten this wrong. Um, so there is a fine line. But I, my suggestion, because again, I think the city of Lake Forest does a great job serving its residents. I personally am very glad that Randy Tack was elected mayor. I mean, I was very vocal about that and and uh, keeping his uh, opponent out. Um, but so I, I I would urge the mayor and the council to work with Jason and the staff on developing a policy to handle inquiries like this. Because I think in the end, if you develop a good policy and implement it, you can have someone talk to you about a question about recycling, about cart corrals, about zoning and stuff and sort it out because clearly there isn't right now other than no. And I think a hard no is an easy way to get out of a more complex situation, which I think in the end can benefit the city to to highlight. You've, you've always wanted to highlight the good 
of the city. You you you've showcased a number of folks and stuff. And I see in those as I read through those FOIAs, I see a lot of attempts by you to just hey, I want to set the record straight. I want to find out what's going on and stuff. And again, political stuff needs to be hand, handled outside of the city. Um, but policy, day to day stuff, what you should recycle, all that, all those kinds of questions. There's a way those should be answered and they should have a policy or a procedure written down of how to do it. And I, so I don't think it was executed well uh, by them and they could do better, Sh- should do better. You know, we, we've been harping on this for two years and it takes a FOIA. The only way you can get information is by FOIAing, unfortunately. And yeah, then, but that that goes everywhere. I, I see that every day in 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 my life. I, I don't. So, I don't see it every day. It to me, it's not straight up. So if you you you've been very fortunate, you, you've gotten a hold of a couple elected officials in in Lake County. But I, you call like the Lake County Highway Department or Lake County Zoning Department or, you know, to ask. Good, I bet you you're not going to get the person you're wanting to get because they probably have some kind of policy or unwritten policy about who talks to who there. Um, and, you know, again, I, I can see from a managerial standpoint why you'd want to do that, because do you want an employee to go rogue and, and say something that's wrong or contradictory to the mission of, of, of something? You don't. So they don't say anything. Nobody says so, anything. It's a fine line, man. No, I, yeah, okay. I, Joe, what are you running for, man? <laughs> Nothing. The train. The train. That's all I'm running for. Been there, done that. Um, but I, I look, I, like I said, I think in the case of the city of Lake Forest, they don't have anything to hide. Um, I think they're doing a good job. Uh, that's why I supported, um, you know, keeping it, staying the course with, with Randy Jack. I moved here because I thought the city was doing a great job. So I I, I think they, to There's avoid... A lot of wasted- some- Joe, there's a lot of wasted energy in the city. It starts with the caucus. We're getting that corrected. Because, look, when you when you just shut the communication down, then it's like, oh, wait a minute. What are they trying to hide? Right. But Jason and the city employees are not the people you should be asking questions about the caucus with. Uh, great. Put it to the side. Okay. Not about the caucus. How about the relationship between the mayor and the city manager? Is that a legitimate question or dialogue to have yeah that's a great one because is it political or is it governmental that's what's a, the that's relationship a, that's a tough one I, because i think it's pretty good but you know i'm not i'm not in the room with the two of them uh so i don't i don't know i, I like i said ultimately you know we have this is all about communication here yeah i, I don't see the city being run poorly in any way now maybe you're going to find something that 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 contradicts that. I, but I, like I said, I think life is pretty good here in Lake Forest. We have the lowest. Nobody's municipal. nobody's saying it isn't. What we're saying we is, have the lo- remember, we have the lowest municipal tax rate of any city in the in the in Lake County. That's pretty darn good. I mean, you pick up a house in Lake Forest, Joe, and move it there, Joe, what, your taxes you, are way up. Joe, listeners and viewers are wanting the information, and they keep asking. Yeah, right, and, and that's why again, I shut I down. To- now we know. Yeah, Jason I mean, said, "Don't come also, on the show." Officially, hey, number one, number one, number one other piece of guidance I would give anybody that works in any public capacity. Yeah, whether it's for the city of Lake Forest or a school district or a 
you know, the state or the county, anything you write on a government-owned piece of equipment, whether it's email, text, chats, all that stuff gets is foyable. Yeah, and think before you write stuff out, um, because I've seen like good Glenbrook, uh, the principal at Glenbrook South suddenly had to resign after some very, very unflattering text messages got foiled by someone in uh, in Glenview a, a year or two ago. Um, so that you can read through that. And it, it was you the know what I'm of, reading of, through, Joe. It's, it was it's the talk of Glenview. Trust me, after reading that, the stuff you're reading through, Pete, is, is bedtime reading. It'll put you right to sleep. I mean, most of I read through as many of those FOIAs as I could. And there were a couple I kind of laughed at Kathy's comment about um, you, you're looking for something after the mayoral election was yeah. over. I, I can't, and you know that that's the kind of thing she'd probably say to you personally. I mean, she's very, she's kind of joked about it when she even when when the bus tour for Lake Forest 101 went by Jewel on uh, on Western, she looked directly at me and said, "Oh, and I, they're going to be getting cart corrals soon." In there, but she said she made a side comment, which is essentially the same thing she said in the email exchange with. Um, with then Mayor Pandalian that, you know, are people who park on the other side of Western going to even use these cart corrals, which is a valid, valid concern. Um, but, you know, so I think a, there's a lot of innocuous stuff. I don't see anything really bad in, in this other than I think there's bad advice being given of Joe, telling, elect, anytime, telling, let me finish telling. Anytime you're not transparent, it's bad, Joe. Anytime. Yeah. But tell you can advise people. Advice is fine. I'll take my who works. My for wife will. My wife will be the first one to tell you. I don't always take listen to her advice. <laughs> if does I listen a, to her does advice, a city I might manager never have been on this work, podcast. The, <laughs> who, who does the city manager work for? Right, the mayor. That's a fair question. I've seen this many times over the years. Um, uh, whether it's school superintendents or city managers, I think cities do a better job of this than school districts. Because I think school boards tend to be people that are just, they really care about kids and schools and education. And, and that's, those are important things, don't get me wrong. But they're not as um, organized and not as um, involved. So they defer to the teachers and the superintendents. And on you know, certain things they probably should, but they, they let the superintendents run things a lot more than um, this, this council. I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, very, very good people here that have um, business experience. Um, former Mayor um, uh, Lansing made a very good point at one of the uh, Randy Tack events at, at, the, at the, the depth of financial experience they have on some of these commissions that deal with finance issues and stuff. I mean, you got people living in Lake Forest that are um, uh, high-ranking pe uh, finance people at very major corporations basically donating their financial advice to help run the city. That's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it is sometimes the tail wagging the dog. Uh, you don't want to go to the other extreme where some cities, the, the mayor and the council totally blow off the staff and then the staff quits and you have constant staff turnover. We have a very good staff. You don't want to lose them. But I think, I, again, I'm trying to toe middle ground. I know that isn't easy sometimes with people, but I think it's a fine line. And I think it can be thread if you do it right. I would urge them to think about a policy 
to handle inquiries like that so that someone can address it. Maybe it's not the person you want, um, but someone addresses it instead of just totally blowing it off. And looking at some of Jason's email responses to you, I can see where in 2021 you're asking about the caucus and he's like, hey, I don't want to. That's not my that's not my bag. I'm not touching that. And he, he that was a, maybe he could have said it a little differently, uh, but he was right. Because if, if he started getting involved in the caucus, then he becomes political and you don't want to go there. But the caucus is what who picks our positions at the school. Sure. But, but you know, look. Uh, and that's the, two the, years ago. We got two years in between. Let's just say to get we want to take care of the first responders. Somehow we got Craig Lipkowski. He's retired now, school teacher. But he came on the show, and it was a great show, and he clued in what was going on with the police department. And they all crapped their pants over there. <laughs> Did you see I, that? I, 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 I'm going to plead that I haven't seen that show. Maybe I'll go back and watch yeah. it and see what he said. Look, anytime somebody says something that you don't don't agree with, you get uncomfortable. We've seen that, okay? That you That's not you what know. happened. They didn't know the guy was coming on and they crashed. Well, look, if one of if, if, if somebody working for me went on a uh gave an interview somewhere without telling me, I I'd probably be upset too. Like, hey, hey man, what are you doing? This is not this is not stay in your lane. Um so I again, I, I get I've been in both positions. I've been an elected official. I've been a, a, a government employee. I, I, there are very different roles. You wear very different hats. Um, and it's very, very difficult for many people at times, especially heat of the moment. And you got a million other things going on. Suddenly some, uh, somebody calls you with this inquiry and you're like, well, no, we're just not going to do it. That's the easy way to handle it instead of, okay, Let's take a look. Let's see how we handle it. Let's give give the an, give the correct answer so that this issue is addressed. You know whether it's something as relatively minute as cart corrals uh, at Jewel or some of the bigger issues. Somewhere there's someone that is appropriate to answer the question. So let's have a policy that finds that person and puts them in place to answer. Put a policy in place, and we've been doing this for more than a couple of years, or at least I have, and we've screwed nobody over unless they deserve the screwing when they say, hey, don't <laughs> well, go. Well, you know, I think, you know, there are people that are ticked off at you. I mean, you uh, look, Drew Beidler and Susan Garrett are still Good, probably glad. ticked off at you for exposing uh, their bad behavior, allegedly, with uh, Gerhardt's. Uh, threatening them for having a Randy tax sign. I've had a lot of people say to me that costs them uh, their vote. And look, if I had been true and this had happened and I had nothing to do with it, I would have come on your show and, and, and said, hey, look, whatever you heard didn't happen. But obviously, it, it, if, if you don't deny it, then it must have happened, right? So <laughs> something City happened. But, that, but you, as a result, the people... Uh, like Prue and Sue and the other, some of the Prue bots are very upset with you and maybe taking it out on you in other forms, like keeping people from coming on this show, including people who used to regularly appear on this show. Um, so, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, that's unfortunate. 
again, we've talked about this before. Anytime, you know, people should be able to speak their minds. I totally get from an operations standpoint, having an employee not talk about certain things and having someone else answer policy questions. But um, the, uh, but if you're an elected official, uh, you should be willing to come on and answer questions at any time, unless it's like litigation, uh, contract negotiations, employee. Tell them and want to come on, and, and Jason's tell them not to come on. So that's that's going well, down. Well, they need right to again. Maybe there that. needs to be some training of. Maybe he's concerned. I, I, again, I can't speak for Jason. Yeah. Maybe he's concerned they're going to talk about stuff that, like I just said, probably isn't appropriate to talk about. I don't know. Here, Joe. Um, here, let me. You want to get political? Uh, the uh, the people that we're talking about, Jason, and you know the the. The higher ups at the city. Why is it that they all voted Democrat in the primary? Question you're gonna. Uh, it's a question you're gonna have to ask them. Okay. I can't answer that. Um, the only thing I can <laughs> look. I'm the Republican here, moderate Republican, not a hard right Republican. I mean, Trump Lake Forest. Okay, so a legitimate question. And when I look at this stuff, they don't want. Here's what I've heard on the side. Okay, and remember, I'm ninety percent right. Okay. I played the odds last week and I was right with what Jason said. There's people on on the left that are calling somebody who's voted Democratic in the primary saying, hey, don't give them a platform. That's what's well, that's unfortunate. That's that unfortunate. Is unfortunate. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and it would also be unfortunate if if somebody said, hey, Pete Jansen's you're I know you're Republican. Don't give Anthony Vega or Leon Rockingham a platform because they're Democrats. I I think people should come on, speak freely and, and do that. Now, the only advice I'd give government, like I said, I come from the political world of government that used to exist when, you know, and I can't tell work, work for Jim Edgar or Jim Thompson or whoever, and because you're a Republican, you got a job. That's how it used to be. Just like, and the Democrats kind of still do that with with Madigan's people and stuff, but um, that is fading. A lot of people I work with in government um, know that primary ballot history is a matter of public record, so they don't vote in primaries. Might not be a bad idea if you work for the government and you want to stay out of politics to not vote in primaries, only vote in general elections. Because what, who, which candidates you vote for, that's secret. But it is in Illinois a matter of public record. Which Spend five hundred bucks and buy the database, and you can get it yourself. <laughs> so you can. I think there's a there's a process with either the county clerk or the state board of elections to inquire about. Um, but it is public record. You can't get the address of people because they don't want people stalking people and things like that. But it is public information uh, how voters vote in primaries. That's that's out there. And look, there there are members of the caucus that have voted in Democratic primaries. There are members of the caucus that have voted in Republican primaries. The caucus is bipartisan. That's part of its strength is it's not solid Republican or solid Democrat. It's a mix of people who set partisanship aside for the good of the city. And that's what it says on the piece of paper. Well, but th th I think Randy Tack is that way. I think Randy Tack is it will keep partisanship out. I don't think Prue Bidler would have. I mean, the fact that she gave a million bucks 
to it's because it's also public information which campaigns you donate to she gave a million bucks to to democrats and none to republicans she gave money to kim all the democrats on the caucus were pushing for prue doing events at her house and all the people that are pissed at me are the Democrats. There, was a there are a couple of Republicans that supported through, right? I mean, Melanie Rummel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's fair. Look, but, it's a free the, country. The, People can support whoever they want. But right. and but then so, we have a right to criticize that or, or, or bring, well, a, bring issues to it, right? We but have. Again, I, I spoke out because I was concerned. I don't want... Lake Forest is not a solid red city or a solid blue city it is a purple city okay guys like bob dold and mark kirk uh did very well here in lake forest Lake Forest is guys, more guys like donald anything. guys like donald trump and darren bailey did horrible in lake forest so you know it's it's um actually trump won a couple precincts in lake forest which is interesting but but my point is this is not evanston or highland park which is solid blue and this is not like um, cities in you know, places in southern Illinois or, or in the south that are solid red. This is a this is an independent community that actually thinks about things before they vote. And the last thing you want is somebody that gave a million dollars to either party being the mayor of that city. My opinion. Joe, I'll go back to the last point. All the people that I'm having problems with getting people on this show. It just tend to be Democrat, liberal, and whether they work for the city or they're on the caucus or whatever, people want information, and, and the information's being blocked. City manager works for me, okay? I don't work for the city. And, and 15,000 other people. Well, <laughs> right. It's It shouldn't be the tail wagging. Right. Like I said, I think that I would urge Mayor Tack and the city council to come up with a policy on inquiry on communication inquiries from news media outlets and podcasts and bloggers and maybe there's some other piece of information I uh, source of information I'm missing and maybe there is an old one that was written in 1986 when the only thing was written was printed newspapers I don't know um, uh, but I would urge them to have something so that inquiries like this can be handled and not necessarily through FOIA. I mean, I think, look, if, if I'm an elected official, what, I would want my side to be told in this. I don't want some guy on a podcast saying stuff about me or what I believe in that's wrong. I would want a chance to correct that. And so that, that's why you always- two years. Been, I gave him two well, years to correct it. Keep giving it. Keep giving it. You know, keep yeah. the door open, Pete. That's my advice to you. Keep the door open. Don't- be the better guy in this and say, look, whoever you are, prove. I don't know how much prove. time you got in this life. I waited two years. Now I'm done. Now <laughs> let's see what's but up. But you know what, though? I think, Pete, I think your 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 viewership is growing. Uh, your numbers grow every every week if you add up all the different platforms on there. Um, your your podcast, I've tried to watch some of the old podcasts from before I'm, that you did before I moved here. And your podcast has evolved, and it, it looks a lot some of those early ones look like uh, Bad Wayne's World videos. Horrible. <laughs> and you you shaved at, at some point. Uh, COVID. But I think this has evolved. And look, you, the, the podcast played a role in the, the Lake Forest mayoral election. 
Okay. I think in the, the referendum fact, and wait till we find yeah. out about the referendum. And you know what, by the way, on the week. referendum, I do, I want, there's a point I've been, I've been forgetting to make every week when we've talked about this. I have spoken to half a dozen people, some of whom are rather prominent in this city who, and some of whom actually had vote yes, all of them voted yes for the referendum. Some of them even had a vote yes sign in their yard. And they've told me, again, off the record, so I'm not going to give names or, or, get, or let you guess names. Um, Courageous. But, but come on, here's the point. They would have voted no now. So my point is a referendum that passed by 150 votes would have failed today. So if I'm a school board member, forget Matt Montgomery. He's, he's, a, you know, he's a staff member. He works for the school board. Yeah. They, may, they, they may think uh, it's the other let's way. Let's talk about but, Melissa Oakley then. But Keep going. Melissa Oakley or whoever. <laughs> if I am, if, but if I'm the school, forget those people. They're, they're employees. If I'm a school board member and I'm about to run for re-election, I might want to think about twice about having some guy on a podcast say things that I don't agree with, with a, especially if he's got an open door to let me come on and say my side. Well, I mean, look, how did it work out for Prue Bidler when she when you were saying all this stuff about her, about Gerhardt's me saying stuff about Kim Fox and her daughter in law and the uh, and all the campaign donations? How did it work out for her that she chose not to come on when her opponent did choose to come on? It, but it was amazing how everybody was so friendly on the other side back then. Well, I don't know if they're not. Look, Pete, I think just a like, lot of people like you and want to come on. I think they just there's there's there needs to be a there needs to be a, a, a looking testicles. Um, those are your words. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an HR violation. That'd be HR violation. Um, but uh, the well, here I made a call. My point, here's my point. My yeah. point is, look, I, I think if you're if you're an elected official. Yes, you should list. You should always hear out your your staff. Look, and when, all the years that I was on the school and village board, um, the staff would always give me recommendations, give us recommendations. Me being one of the board members, and sometimes I listened to them, sometimes I didn't. And uh, you know, and and what and, and and good the good relationship with those staff is that those discussions are confidential. So there are times to this day. I won't tell people if the city, the village manager at the time, who's long retired, but I still respect him, um, if he told me to do something and I voted against it when he wanted me to vote for it, that I took as there was a, I had a confidentiality. I wasn't one of these kiss and tell people. So I, I said, look, you know, I appreciate your advice, but I'm going to respectfully disagree with you and vote the other way on this. And I think that. That was a healthy relationship uh, in, in that he knew um, where I came from and what. But a lot of times I, I did take his advice I, you know, on when it came to day to day administrative things and running a city, he had, uh, you know, or a village in that case. So and I, I think that's that's what the mayor and the council need to do. Now, the other challenge in this is I love the term limits. I think it's great. I don't think people should be holding office for 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the case of Mike Madigan. But you have staff that are there longer than the elected officials. Even in the White House, forget who the president is and, and, and all that. Presidents are only there for eight years. If you've got a, a permanent, 
permanent bureaucracy that's there for life, right? So you need a transition is- team to stay longer because you have look what happened to Vega. He came in yeah. and everything got dumped on him. Credit, he, he owned up to it, man, and he came on the show and explained it. That's what I'm um, saying. So yeah. I think there's a term limits are can be good and term limits can have challenges. I still would rather have term limits. There is no Mike Madigan of Lake Forest because we have all these term limits. Okay. So um that said, you know, I you go look at some of the cities in the south suburbs, look at Dalton and all the crazy stuff that mayor is doing down there, and she's also the Thornton Township supervisor. Fox 32 just did a whole investigation on her um there's no accountability of her she's she's doing all sorts of crazy stuff and if if there are staff there they're totally beholden to her and they're just it's political hacks on steroids down there and that's a shame because there's good people in dalton that are not getting the services they should get because this lady is doing crazy stuff in dalton go look at the fox uh, news report on it. it it's insane Joe, um, we want the police. But, so guys we don't want on. that. We don't want we that want, in Lake Forest. We don't we want, want the fire guys on. The we what? want the sanitation guys to come yeah. on. Okay. What could they? What? Could, Again, there should be a policy of okay. how to review the sh- here. Here's the policy, like we did with Montgomery. We let them see the the show before we put it out there. Okay, to make them feel good. <laughs> All right. All right. So, look again. I, I would. Err, I have high respect for the mayor and the council. Um, I was proud to support him. I still support him. Uh, I and, do. I'm not even talking about Randy. He's he's in his yeah. honeymoon period. I'm talking about Pantaleon <laughs> and all the times that he looked in my face and was pointing at Jason. And I would talk to Jason, and he's pointing at George. The two. Two yeah, years. I, I can't speak to that. My 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 limited conversations with with. We're very good. I you know he's a good guy. Um, and look, I think they're and, both good guys. I like them both. I'm just this. Rob I'm, Lansing. I'm look, I, hopefully you get that interview that I did of Rob Lansing at the caucus meeting uh, uh, posted. Uh, I, uh, yeah. The camera wasn't on and you were off on the other side interviewing some other folks. Um, but that was a good interview. Maybe he'll come back on and we do one of these um, yeah. things. He had a lot to say. He had a lot to say. Um, very insightful. Um you know, I, I didn't live here at the time, but I've heard very good things about uh, Mayor Lansing. The more you um, try to quash things, the the, the more we Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's yeah. why you need to have a policy, especially when there's nothing really to quash here. Okay? Yeah. You know, look, and I'm not comparing what's going on at Lake Forest to Watergate. But Watergate was the dumbest thing that ever happened when you think about it, because Richard Nixon won like 49 states. Why did he need the bug the damn DNC office at, at Watergate and, and and blow his presidency. What what is that? there? He won by a landslide, anyways, against George McGovern. And again, I, I am what not is there to hide? anybody in Lake Forest to Nixon or Watergate. But it's just sometimes people don't people do dumb things when they don't need to. And I think this is this policy needs to be rethought. Again, podcasts are new. Okay, maybe there was a communication. This policy one's been around a long time. Well, okay, two years. Two years. Right. That's a lot of but time where is, nobody's been screwed over. Is there a policy? Does the city have a communication policy? Maybe they Dana. do. Maybe. Hey, Mr. Dana, Foy, what is it? <laughs> um, and if not, like I said, I would respectfully urge the city to develop one. Okay. And at the same time, like I said, you, some of your inquiries were political. And I can see where the assistant manager said, hey, 
guys, we're not going to answer, answer the question. City. So I think that he asked, maybe I would have said a little differently in the email than he did, but he was right in, in saying, don't use your official capacity to answer political questions. That's because that, that's absolutely the right answer. Because I guarantee you down in Dalton, they're not. Well, this ain't Dalton. <laughs> so, so look, we just get all this community division and it could all be thwarted. If we can get the stuff fixed on the caucus, the misconception of misconceptions of that the misconceptions of somebody's trying to hide something by saying hey don't come on the show you know control the message okay if you control the message that's only one side there's two sides okay now let's see what happens with the uh the school foyers that are coming in and let's just see if jobs are threatened you know that'd be interesting thing to see yeah no there's, there's look foia is an important tool um, it sometimes can, uh, it, it is, and I think people should be mindful of FOIA and, and respect FOIA, uh, as they're doing their work. I, I constantly caution my employees, um, Hey, think before you write something, cause it's going to get FOIA'd one day. Um, hey, wait a minute, Joe. Why is there a payphone installed outside of city hall? <laughs> is there really? Yeah, are there still uh, why is there a payphone period? <laughs> Who uses a payphone anymore? Jason does. <laughs> I you know look like, like I said, I, I think, you know, I hope Jason understands. I think you really like Jason on a personal level. And yeah. I, I think he and in my conversations with him, he seems to like you. So I, I think I don't think this is a great divide. I think that we're kind of in the neighborhood here, and I think this can all get worked out. I'm hoping. Maybe I'm being optimistic, but I've always been a glasses half full kind of guy. So I, I think, um, uh, I think again, this is a well-run city. Showcase it, and the podcast can Talk help you do that. I understand message discipline. I understand controlling message. Hey, but Joe, you know what? Lake it Forest love work. is boring. It's it boring. <laughs> it doesn't. Boring. It's a, it's, it Boring. Okay, I, I I worked for a governor that had very very tight message discipline rules. Bruce Rauner yeah. didn't work out. Didn't work out, and there were a lot of things, unfortunately. And and I'll take Bruce Rauner any day over JB Fritzker. It just makes um, the other side more valuable. Just, there were a lot of mistakes, and I think I think if they had allowed a little more, you know, Jim Thompson did it right back in the day where he allowed discussion. Um, and handled and any Jim Thompson would go on like Johnny Jonathan Brandmeier's show and talk about stuff back in the day. If you remember, yeah. I mean, he, so I, I, Randy Tack was right to come on your show uh, during the campaign. Prue Byler was wrong. That guy. That. I trust that. Yeah, guy. I think Randy, you know, look, he's, look, he's getting, he's learning. He's trying to, and he's, he's keeping his campaign promise of, of, of having boring government. <laughs> Bring a pillow. <laughs> if you go to a city council meeting, uh, so yeah, but those are good things. We don't want we don't want shouting and drama. Um, unless no, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm from the city, and when somebody isn't straightforward, I don't trust them. And that, and I don't think Jason's that way. I don't think George's that way. It's just no. the way they handle this stuff. Where you know we're going to keep everything here. We're not going to tell anybody what's going. On. I don't trust that man. That's the problem that I got. What are you hiding? There's nothing to hide here. I want I don't to talk think to there the is a worker. Like I said, I think it's like the Watergate burglary, a dumb move. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is beaten. 
<laughs> oh, I think, I, I think I, horse, are you going to have that beaten horse graphic now? Yeah. <laughs> I think I people usually. Have, people love your cartoon, man. Father, I want to see the workers and It looks like what's that show on? Joe and Rick. Um, I love to come on and show. What is it? Cowpars. Why should I come on show? I don't know. I don't. It's one of the shows that you'd see ads for it during the football games. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, it's not Simpsons, obviously. That one I'd I know. thought it was South Park or Family Guy. Maybe or... it was. Or Family Guy. Maybe that. <laughs> and your voice, man. Do that voice. <laughs> what are you talking about? I outsourced that. Hi there. I'm one of the city hey, workers. Did, did GPT make this Actually, artificial intelligence, yes, it did help me with that. You know what I'm going to see? You ever see Goodfellas and you see the runners going back and forth? <laughs> I think that's what Dana is going to be, the communications person. Where I like Dana. Dana. I think she's Dana. Tr- I think Dana does the job she's been hired to do and told to do. Okay, I'm going to give her the benefit what? of the doubt. Which is what? Which is like she, she's expanded the social media. Make for us love. Okay, we love is, you. What, what did you have before that? Nothing. Okay, so this is it's fine. The, the government should do positive PR. Should get out there. All right. Hey. Uh, People don't look know at, anything. Dana knows it's more than anybody. Look, look at the constant contact numbers. Donald, everything, not everything is a referendum on Donald Trump. And people are they try to make everything about, you know, and so they, they, they have no idea what's going on with, with stuff in their own neighborhood. <laughs> and they know about stuff thousands of miles away. Come on. Well, the new communication. And you've helped, you've helped address it. And that's why I think the podcast is a good tool. Um, it is not, as you said in your letter to the transparency group that never printed it, but the patch did. Um, liberal, you said you're not a rubber stamp. Because I think people people during the election thought you were a rubber stamp for the caucus or a rubber stamp for the city. You're not. You're certainly not that. And I think that for the podcast to have credibility, it has to take on anything. No, I started with this caucus. I saw the bullshit. I called them on it, and trying to, and they're in the middle of trying to correct it. Now I'm seeing bullshit in the city, and I'm calling Jason on it. And what's going on? The more you hide stuff, the the more wasted energy that you have. There's no reason for hey, look, it. I, I think again to the mayor and the council and to the caucus. I'd respectfully urge them think about this. You're creating an issue for your potential future opponents by not doing by not addressing this. No one's going to make a campaign issue against you that you came on. And, and address things on a podcast or in a newspaper article, okay? Um, deflate the, the, the transparency issue by coming on shows like this. It's an elitism issue is what it is. That's what everybody wants to brand. People want to, the, I get the message discipline thing. I was part of that, okay? But it, it with all the avenues of communication that are out there anymore, it doesn't work. Um, you have to be able to, uh, answer your critics. You don't have to answer them every time. You don't have to answer every inquiry. Uh, people don't have to be on the show every week. But I think from time to time, it's a good idea. Like I said, I, I use the Larry King Live example. I think there's some, you know, still a few couple of good local radio shows in Chicago. I, I, I listen to John Williams on WGN. He gets people from both sides on. Um, I think those are all good things uh, to, to get your side of it out. Because again, we're going to talk about this one way or the other um come on and give your side so at least there's some balance we stopped talking about the polling place issue when anthony vega came on the show and gave his side 
There's no reason to talk about it. Well, he addressed it. We thought there was this massive conspiracy. They were trying to keep the West Side from voting because the West Side tends to vote more conservatively and therefore might vote for for uh, yeah. for Randy over Prue. And he addressed all that. That that was nonsense. Okay. Well, the, and I don't want to say conspiracy with Jason, but he wouldn't come on the show, and he told everybody else not to come on the show. And you call he advised. Him. He advised. I don't know. He's that's the difference between telling. The, uh, the manager has no authority to tell an elected yeah. official what to do. He can tell he can tell employees what to do. He has every right to do that. And I've been told not to talk about my line of work on, on I'm just on the media. I'm just telling you, he Jason told him not to come on, and that's it. It's not right. Not right. You know, I'm leaving it alone. Leave it alone. Sure. Get a policy that get a policy to address this, guys. That's my that's my advice. Yeah, here. Here's the policy. Be transparent. Be transparent because we love you. The Lake Forest love way. I think you should be a guest on Lake Forest Love. I think someone. I, I want to do the. I don't. I want to do a podcast. So I love David we're... Sweet. I love David Sweet. Uh, Karis, I don't think we like each other too much, but the rest of it. You should come on and address it. <laughs> you know, look, to come on. Nobody reads anymore. They read headlines. That's it. And if somebody else wants to host a podcast. I'll come. We'll come on their podcast and answer their questions. I think someone should do a podcast. Either no, they have to check our communications. Policy. Somebody want. I want it. people always ask me questions about you, Pete. Like, what was this what do you guy want to know? What, what do you want? I don't. Know. I mean, but what, why don't we do a podcast where some, where either I or or, or uh, lesser or get get somebody else to interview, uh, just interview you. When was the last time you were interviewed on a podcast? I am not interesting. And it, and it, it's. Uh, I think people me. are. I you you're selling yourself short, sir. A lot of. Well, you know what? Somebody email a question. I'll answer it. it ain't nothing that interesting. Okay. No, we want to have the podcast. Other than I'm a really good full, bullshit detector. We want to get the full uh, whoop, Pete whoop, Jansen's whoop. experience. We want. I wish Larry King was still alive to interview you because you'd be that would be one hell of an interview because he he was always good at asking. He would get from. I always loved watching that show growing up because he. Um, he wouldn't just ask the nuts and bolts questions. He'd he'd find out the why. Like, you know, why is it you want to do this? What what's what's your story? And it was really good. And he, like I said, he played both sides. Um, I've read later on that he actually was a Democrat, but you wouldn't have known that watching his show. He had everybody on. He had Ronald Reagan, he had um Walter Mondale, Jimmy, you name it. He had everybody on the political spectrum. And I think you know that we're we're missing that today on the national level, but also on the local level. Everybody's in their little silos, and they Gee, won't come I wonder on. One why, the, Joe? I one wonder of the why, saddest Joe? comments. One of the saddest comments I saw online. I won't say the name, but it was one of the Prue supporters. Right before election day, was uh, Prue had posted on social media, "Get out the vote. Election day is Tuesday." Whatever. And this someone, way to Highland Park. And someone said. Everybody I know is voting for you, Prue. Everybody, you need a better circle. You need a bigger circle of friends if everybody you know was voting for a candidate that got less than forty percent of the vote. Well, that's what the liberals are in Lake Forest. That's but just that's what I know. I knew people that voted for Prue, and I knew people that voted for Randy. And I've only lived here like less than a year. I mean, really, you need people. People are living in their silos, their bubbles, whatever term you want to call it, and they're not listening or talking with people that have different opinions. And that's 
That is not healthy yeah. for democracy and it's not healthy for you. Hear that, Jason? And then uh, Miss Miss Lenart, see you soon. <laughs> Joe, great show. <laughs> Love it, man. I like, when's the Pete Jansen experience? We're going to have the whole Q&A of Pete Jansen. Uh, Everyone, email me, joe at lakeforestpodcast.com, your questions to interview Pete Jansen. I need to see it. more. When's uh, your birthday? When's your birthday? Uh, December 25th. Really? Yeah. You and you and Jesus have the same zero. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Um, No, I I think it's it's, we're gonna. I want to do a show where we interview you, Uh, whether you like it or not. Wish it one hand and crap in the other. See which one. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest on Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A., Elizabeth C., Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Helen. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan.